What do a classic movie comedy duo, a pair of no-nonsense patrol officers, a loud-mouthed but good-hearted bigot, a loud-mouthed but furry alien, a daydreaming lawyer, a dysfunctional family in charge of a faltering corporation, and a pair of undercover Russian spies all have in common? Well, interesting enough, they're all featured in American television shows whose titles begin with the letter A. In this episode of Tube Tunes, I explore seven very different but well-known TV series, each from a different decade from the 1950s to the present. I'll take a look at the show's synopses, their broadcast histories, their stars, and of course I'll present their memorable theme music. Join me, won't you? As I present this eccentric episode of Tube Tunes, the A's have it. Coming up next, Tube Tunes in Color. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. For the next hour, sit quietly and we will control all that you see and hear. You are about to participate in a great adventure. Let me get this straight. You want me to steal? And here he is, the one, the only. One out of twelve. One out of twelve possible four, five, nine suspects there now. Hello, I'm Mr. Ed. This is Jim Rockford. Just call me your name and message. I'll get back to you. You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Mr. Science, the year three thousand, show four twenty-four. The 1950s. For the 1950s, I chose the Abbott and Costello show. It was a situation comedy. It was actually a first-run syndication show that ran from December 5, 1952 until May 1, 1954. There were 52 black-and-white 30-minute episodes produced over two seasons, and IMDb gives this series a rating of 8.5. In this series, Bud and Lou are unemployed actors living in Mr. Field's boarding house. Lou's girlfriend, Hillary, lives across the hall, and most of the comedy is derived from the situations that enable the celebrated movie comedy duo to showcase slapstick, puns, and other gimmicks that made them famous in their movies. The show starred Bud Abbott as himself. Abbott was born 1895, died in 1974. He was the quintessential straight man. His partner was Lou Costello, who played himself in this show. Costello was born 1906, died in 1959. He was a pugnacious funny man. Also in the cast were Sid Fields as himself, Gordon Jones as Mike Kelly, Hilary Brooke as herself, and other stars included Bobby Barber, Joe Besser, later of the Three Stooges shorts, Joe Kirk, and Milt Bronson. The show actually had two different theme songs. The first one 
was called Toy Soldiers No. 1, and it was composed by Jean Legrand. We're going to listen now to the 1952-53 opening titles to the Abbott and Costello Show, composed by Jean Legrand. For the second season, the theme used was called Jazz Baby's Blues. It was composed by Raoul Crochard, who was a French-born composer, lived 1908 to 2001. He also composed music for the TV series Lassie, The Thin Man, and The Lawless Years. And he also worked on the movie Cabaret in 1972. Jazz Baby Blues is possibly based on a 1919 composition called Jazz Baby, by Blanche Merrill and M.K. Jerome. Now we'll listen to the opening and closing theme music to The Abbott and Costello Show for its second season from 1953 to 54. The title is Jazz Baby's Blues by Raoul Crochard. the 1960s. For the 1960s, I chose a show that probably most people my age would remember, Adam 12. It was a police procedural that ran on NBC from September 21st, 1968 until August 26, 1975. There were 174 color half-hour episodes produced over seven seasons, and IMDb gave the series a rating of 7.6. The show was pretty highly rated. During its third season, it ranked 12th in the ratings. During its fourth season, it ranked in a tie for 8th. In its fifth season, it was in 11th place, and by the sixth season, it was in a tie with 23rd. There was one reboot of the series in 1989 called The New Adam 12. 49 episodes were produced with a new cast. Created by Jack Webb, best known for Dragnet, this popular half-hour police procedural concentrated on the daily rounds of two patrol officers for the Los Angeles Police Department, Pete Malloy, a seasoned veteran of the force, and his younger partner, Jim Reed. The show starred Martin Milner as Officer Pete Malloy. Martin Milner lived from 1931, just died in 2015. He was also known for the series Route 66 earlier. Kent McCord played Officer Jim Reed. He was born September 26, 1942, and is still alive today at 74. He also appeared in both Airplane movies, Airplane and Airplane 2, the sequel. He played the character of Unger. William Boyette played Sergeant McDonald. Gary Crosby played Officer Ed Wells. William Stevens played Officer Jerry Walters. Also in the cast were Claude Johnson, Fred Tromso, William Elliott, Mickey Jamison, Kristen Nelson, and the voice of the dispatcher heard on the show was by Sharon Claridge. The pounding theme music for Adam 12 was composed by Frank Comstock. Frank Comstock lived from 1922 to 2013. 
He was actually nominated for an Emmy for one episode of Adam-12, but he's also known for composing the theme music for The DA's Man in 1959, the closing theme for Dragnet 67, and for The DA in 1971. And you might remember another of his compositions, Fractured Fairy Tales, Peabody's Improbable History, and Bullwinkle's Corner from The Bullwinkle Show. We're going to listen to two opening themes for the show. Here's the opening theme music for Adam 12 from 1968 to 69, its first season, composed by Frank Comstock. One Adam 12, one Adam 12, possible 459 suspects there now. One Adam 12, one Adam 12, a 415 man with a gun. One Adam 12, no one, link an x-ray, Ida 43. One Adam 12, a 415 fight group with chains and knives. For the show's second season, the theme was arranged slightly differently, and we're going to listen to that now. The opening theme to Adam 12 from 1969 to 1970, the second season of the show, again composed by Frank Comstock. As an added bonus, let's listen to Frank Comstock's theme for Fractured Fairy Tale, the segment of Rocky and His Friends, The Bullwinkle Show, from 1959 to 1962. Here's Fractured Fairy Tale. Now let's listen to the opening theme music to Peabody's Improbable History, another segment of Rocky and His Friends, or The Bullwinkle Show, that ran from 1959 to 1962. Let's listen to Frank Comstock's composition for this segment. Finally, let's listen to the closing theme music used for Dragnet 67 through 1970, composed again by Frank Comstock.
after these messages, Tube Tunes will be right back. Ride with Martin Milner and Kent McCord in high-geared excitement of Adam 12. One Adam 12 requesting assistance and in pursuit of a light. Trying to curb a traffic offender as the pulse of crime beats on. Mac, Tony Greer's back on the street. Adam 12 officers Pete Malloy and Jim Reed rev up for action-packed police prowls. Looks like they're still here. A stakeout for a robbery detail. Breaking up a fight or waiting it out to make a drug bust. Probable address at 5013 Garber. You want to tell Strickland? Now in its seventh year, cruising a heavy Los Angeles beat, Adam 12. Hey, you. What ya doing, man? So let's say you want to relive the days of your youth. Well, we have a cure for that. Especially if you're in your 40s and 50s. Zerpinger's 8289 podcast is a recorded journal dedicated to the history of the 80s. It features all the news, music, movies, technology, and even some show and tell from the 80s. Find it at zerpinger.wordpress.com and for you Apple Freaks on iTunes as well. Boy, am I excited. America's first family. Gloria, will you hurry it up? Your father's got me in another one of his stupid arguments. I thought when you're arguing about something stupid with somebody who's also stupid, the argument is bound to be stupid. Right, stupid? in the family. Bundy, it's the wildest Alp ever. When he bugs the place, whoa, whoa. you'll see a rancher. It's an ant farm. Go fetch a romancer. Come on, you love bugs. And it's an answer. Ants everywhere. In a story that's an entrancer. Bugs under glass. On how, followed by an all-new Hogan family, Monday. Nineteen seventies. For the 1970s, there was really only one show I could pick that began with the letter A. That would be All in the Family. It was the number one show of the entire decade. It ran on CBS from January 12, 1971 until April 8, 1979. There were 210 color half-hour episodes produced over nine seasons. The show ranked number one for its first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth seasons. For its seventh season, it had dropped to 12th place. By its eighth season, it had risen in a tie for fourth place. And for its ninth and final season, it was tied for ninth place. IMDb gives this series a rating of 8.3 out of 10. The show ran for nine seasons, as I said, and it won 22 Emmys over that period. 
four of them for Best Comedy Series and one for Best New Series. The show also spawned a lot of spin-off series, including The Jeffersons, Maud, Gloria, and Archie Bunker's Place, which more or less replaced All in the Family in 1979. There was also a short-lived 1994 sitcom called 704 Hauser that was set in the same house in Queens where the Bunkers lived. Created by Norman Lear and co-produced by Lear and Bud Yorkin, and based on a British comedy, Till Death Us Do Part, this incredibly popular sitcom about a working-class bigot who squabbles with his family about the social issues of the day changed the face of television forever. Its frank use of adult themes, social topics, and even profanity paved the way for a more adult-oriented spate of comedies and dramas for decades to come. At the center was Archie Bunker, an outwardly gruff and right-leaning bigot. Comedy was derived from his frequent battles with his clueless wife Edith, also known as Dingbat, and his left-leaning live-in son-in-law, Mike, also known as Meathead. The show starred Carol O'Connor as Archie Bunker. O'Connor was born in 1924, died in 2001. He was also known later on for starring in the series In the Heat of the Night. Gene Stapleton played his wife, Edith Bunker. She was born in 1923, died in 2013. Sally Struthers played Gloria Stivick, his daughter. She was born July 28, 1947 and is still alive today. She later did a few other series, including Gilmore Girls. And Rob Reiner played Mike Stivick, or Meathead. He was born March 6, 1947 and is still alive today. He's the son of celebrated comedy writer Carl Reiner, and he's also a celebrated director himself. Also appearing in the series were Liz Torres as Teresa Betancourt. She later appeared on The John Larroquette Show and Gilmore Girls. Also in the show was Daniel Brisebois and Jason Wingreen. The famous opening theme music for All in the Family was entitled Those Were the Days. It was composed by Charles Strauss, Strauss was born June 7, 1928. He's still alive today. He's a celebrated musician who also wrote the music for The Night They Raided Minsky's, Bye Bye Birdie, Annie. He also did music for Shrek 2 and All Dogs Go to Heaven and even School of Rock. His frequent partner was lyricist Lee Adams. Adams was born August 14, 1924. Again, also still alive. He did mostly Broadway and off-Broadway tunes, and the theme music was actually performed by the series stars Carol O'Connor and Gene Stapleton. We're going to listen to all four permutations of the opening theme music for All in the Family. First, we'll listen to the one from 1971. Here is the opening theme music to All in the Family, Those Were the Days, composed by Charles Strauss and Lee Adams, and performed by Carol O'Connor and Gene Stapleton. From Television City in Hollywood. Boy, the way Glenn Miller played... Songs that made the hit parade Guys like us, we had it made Those, Those were, were the days. days And you knew when you were there <laughs> Dance for girls and men, woman Mister, we could use a man like Herbert Hoover We're going to listen now to the 1971 to 1975 opening theme music to All in the Family, Those Were the Days, composed by Charles Strauss and Lee Adams, and again performed by Carol O'Connor and Gene Stapleton. From Television City in Hollywood. 
Now let's listen to the 1975 to 1978 opening theme music for All in the Family, Those Were the Days, composed by Charles Strauss and Lee Adams, and again performed by Carol O'Connor and Gene Stapleton. Boy, the way Glenn Miller played. Songs that made the hit parade. Guys like us, we had it made. Those were the days. And you knew where you were then. Girls were girls and men were men. Mr. We could use a man like Herbert Hoover again. Didn't need no welfare state. Everybody pulled his weight. G.R.O. lost sour and great. Those were the Now let's listen to the opening theme for the final season from 1978 to 79. Those were the days, again, composed by Charles Strauss and Lee Adams, and again performed by Carol O'Connor and Gene Stapleton. Boy, the way Glenn Miller played. Songs that made the hit parade. Guys like us, we had it made. Those were the days. And you knew where you Girls and men were men. Mr. We could use a man like Hyman Hoover again. Didn't need no welfare states. Everybody pulled his weight. Cheer our old sour and great. Those were the For the entire run of the show, the closing theme tune used was composed by Roger Kellaway, and it was called Remembering You. It also had lyrics by Carol O'Connor, but they were never used in the show. Let's listen now to the 1971-79 closing theme music to All in the Family, Remembering You, by Roger Kellaway. All in the Family was recorded on tape before a live audience. As a bonus, let's listen to the opening theme music to the four spin-off series of All in the Family. First, we're going to listen to the 1972-78 to 78 opening theme music to Maud. 
It's entitled And Then There's Maud, and it was composed by David Grusin, with lyrics by Marilyn and Alan Bergman, and it was performed by Donny Hathaway. Lady Godiva was a freedom rider. She didn't care if the whole world Joan of Arc with the Lord to guide her. She was a sister who really could. Isadora was the first bra burner. And you're glad she showed up. The country was falling apart. Betsy Ross got it all sold up. And then there's Maud. 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 That uncompromising, enterprising, anything but tranquilizer. Right on, Maud. Now let's listen to the opening theme music to The Jeffersons, which ran from 1975 to 85. The title is Moving On Up. And the music and lyrics were composed by Jeff Berry and Jeanne Dubois, and it was performed by Jeanne Dubois. We'll now listen to the opening theme music to Archie Bunker's Place, which ran from 1979 to 1983. This series picked up where All in the Family left off, with just Archie Bunker himself and a few of his friends. The tune used was an instrumental variation of Those Were the Days, the opening theme music for All in the Family, with music by Charles Strauss and lyrics never used for this show by Lee Adams. Finally, we'll listen to the opening theme music to Gloria, the spin-off series that starred Sally Struthers as Gloria. It ran from 1982 to 83. The theme tune is entitled Gloria's Theme, and the music and lyrics were composed by Tony Greco. Let's listen to that now with a voiceover by Sally Struthers herself.
the 1980s. For the 1980s, I chose the series ALF. It was a situation comedy that ran on NBC from September 22, 1986 until June 18, 1990. There were 102 color half-hour episodes produced over four seasons. The show was pretty popular. For its first season, it ranked in a tie for 28th place. It had risen up to a tie for 10th place during its second season and had fallen to 15th place for its third season. There was one spin-off series, an animated Saturday morning show called ALF, later called ALF Tales, that ran from 1987 to 1989. This silly but well-remembered sitcom centered on a furry alien from the planet Melmac, who crash-lands his spacecraft in the garage of a typical suburban family, the Tanners. The alien is named Gordon Shumway, but his foster family, who've taken him in as a sort of pet or roommate until he can fix his ship, call him ALF, which is actually an acronym for Alien Life Form. Comedy is derived from Alf's predilection for supplying acerbic comments about life on Earth and from Alf's constant attempts to eat the family cat. Cats are apparently a delicacy on Melmac. The show starred Paul Fusco as the voice of Gordon Shumway, or Alf. Fusco was born January 29, 1959, still alive today. Also playing Alf was Mihaly Michu Mesaros. He's a little person who was used in full shots of Gordon Shumway. He was only two foot nine and he was born in 1939 and died in 2016. Also in the cast was Max Wright as Willie, or William Francis Tanner. He's the father of the family. He was born August 2, 1943, still alive today. Playing his wife was Anne Shadeen as Catherine, or Kate Daphne Tanner. She was born January 7, 1949, and she is still alive today. Playing their children were Andrea Elson, born March 6, 1969, as Lynn Tanner. She later appeared on the TV series Whiz Kids. And Benji Gregory as Brian Tanner. He was born May 26, 1978. Other stars in the series included Liz Sheridan, who played Mrs. Raquel Akmanek, the next-door neighbor, who was always wondering about the strange goings-on in the Tanner household. Sheridan was born April 10, 1929, and is still alive today. She's best known for playing Jerry Seinfeld's mother on the TV series Seinfeld. Also in the cast, John LaMotta, Ann Mira, Josh Blake, and J.M.J. Bullock. The TV series theme was composed by Alf Clausen. Clausen was born March 28, 1949, and is still alive today. He is best known, probably, for scoring virtually every episode of The Simpsons since it began. He also did most of the music for the TV series Moonlighting, and he wrote the theme to The Critic. Let's listen now to the 1986-88 episodes of ALF, composed by Alf Clausen.
Well, now listen to the 1988 to 1990 episodes of ALF. The theme was arranged slightly differently, and it's again composed by ALF Clausen. As a bonus, let's listen to Alf Clausen's opening theme music to the TV series The Critic. This is your doctor. We've been going over your x-rays, and it seems you're made entirely of cheese. For the 1990s, I chose the series Ally McBeal. It was a favorite of mine at the time. The show was a legal comedy drama that ran on Fox from September 8, 1997 until July 8, 2002. 112 hour-long color episodes were produced over five seasons. The show ranked as high as 23rd place during its second season, and IMDb gives the series a rating of 6.8 out of 10. The show actually won seven Emmys over the course of its five seasons. Created by David E. Kelly, who also created the TV series Picket Fences, Boston Common, and Boston Legal. It's all about an up-and-coming female lawyer, 
Allie McBeal, who joins a Boston law firm that also employs her former childhood sweetheart and his new wife. Comedy and drama is derived from her quirky visions about her work, home, and love life, and from her interactions with her roommate, her colleagues, and the eccentric clients she tries to provide legal help with. This series made a star of Callista Flockhart, who played Allie McBeal. She was born in 1964 and is still alive today. She's the wife of Harrison Ford. Also in the cast were Greg German, born 1958 and still alive today. He played Richard Fish. Jane Krakowski, born 1968, still alive today, played Elaine Vassal. She later starred in the TV series 30 Rock. Peter McNichol, born 1954, still alive today. He played John Cage, and he later appeared in the TV series Numbers, Veep, and in the movie Sophie's Choice. Portia de Rossi played Nellie Porter. She was born in 1973, still alive today, later appeared in the TV series Arrested Development, which we'll hear about later, and Better Off Ted, and she's the partner of Ellen DeGeneres. Other stars in the show included Lucy Liu, Regina Hall, Josh Hopkins, James Marsden, Julianne Nicholson, Lisa Nicole Carson, Courtney Thorne-Smith, Gil Bellows, James LaGrosse, and Robert Downey Jr. The opening theme music for Ally McBeal was a song called Searching My Soul, it was composed by Vonda Shepard. She was born July 7, 1963. She's a singer-songwriter who also wrote music for the movie Love and Other Drugs. We'll now listen to the opening theme music for Ally McBeal used during its entire run, Searching My Soul, composed and performed by Vonda Shepard. messages tube tunes will be right back guess who won the golden globe award for best comedy series uh was it friends no oh oh i know it was frazier uh no hmm well then it must have been seinfeld nice try it was ally mcbeal catch the golden globe winner for best comedy and best actress ally mcbeal monday at 9 8 central on fox when Ron Howard turned his talents to television, we knew his show would be special. Securities oh and Exchange Commission. They have boats? But we never imagined this. It's the fall's best new sitcom. Hilarious. <laughs> the one, the only must-see sitcom. The funniest new comedy. Usually, critics' quotes are only good for one thing. Shredder? No. Save it. Save it. Shredder. But ignoring these would be criminal. I'm having the time of my life. Hey, T-Bone. Arrested Development. Series premieres Sunday, November 2nd on Fox. you think that you could ask them to tell you more about what they do? If people are getting hurt, we have a responsibility. What do you need? What is it? Anyone who gets near it has to be vaccinated. Do people get hurt because of things you're involved with? No. Of course not. I need to tell you something. Gene Kraft is dead. It'll look like he killed himself. 
told him. We have to get them out. It's not over. What do you have? If we move fast, we might be okay. Возможно, придется кого-то вывести. Кого? The 2000s. For the 2000s, I chose another favorite TV series of mine, Arrested Development. It was a situation comedy that ran on Fox from November 2nd, 2003 until February 10th, 2006. The streaming service Netflix actually revived the show for 15 more episodes that premiered on that network on May 26, 2013. There were a total of 68 half-hour color episodes produced over four seasons, 53 on Fox and 15 on Netflix. IMDb gives the series a rating of 9.0 out of 10, and the show won six Emmys, including Outstanding Comedy Series in 2004. Arrested Development was created by Mitchell Hurwitz, and it was narrated by Ron Howard of the Andy Griffith Show and Happy Days fame. It's an incredibly funny and clever sitcom that follows the dysfunctional but rich family, the Bluths. Most of the focus on the series is on Michael Bluth, the son of the family patriarch, who's actually in prison for most of the show, and head of a celebrated real estate company who tries to keep both the company and the family intact while still maintaining his good guy image. Jason Bateman played Michael Bluth. He was born in 1969. Jason Bateman appeared on Silver Spoons, It's Your Move, and Valerie's Family, later called The Hogan Family. Also starring in the show was Portia de Rossi, who played Lindsay Funke, his twin sister. She later appeared on Better Off Ted, Ally McBeal, and again, as I mentioned, is the partner of Ellen DeGeneres. Michael Sarah played George Michael Bluth. He's the son of Michael Bluth. He was later known for the movies Superbad, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, and Juno. Will Arnett played George Oscar Job Bluth. He was born in 1970, still alive today, the former husband of both Penelope Ann Miller and Amy Poehler. He's done lots of movies and TV series and voiceover work for both. Jeffrey Tambor played George Bluth Sr., he was born in 1944, best known for this series as well as a previous series, The Larry Sanders Show, and he's currently starring in the Amazon series Transparent. Rounding out the cast were Jessica Walter, Tony Hale, Aaliyah Shawkat, David Cross, and many, many guest stars. The quirky theme music for the TV series Arrested Development was composed by David Schwartz. Schwartz had previously composed the theme music for two series, Northern Exposure and Deadwood. We're going to now listen to the opening theme music, to Arrested Development, used for its first two seasons on Fox and also for the Netflix episodes. Now the story of a wealthy family who lost everything and the one son who had no choice but to keep them all together. It's Arrested Development. We'll now listen to the closing theme music used throughout the entire series to Arrested Development, again composed by David Schwartz.
As a bonus, now let's listen to two themes composed by David Schwartz. First, we'll listen to the opening theme music to Northern Exposure. And now let's listen to the opening theme music to the HBO series Deadwood, again composed by David Schwartz. Two thousand tens. For the two thousand tens, I chose the TV series The Americans. It's an espionage drama that has been running on FX Network since January 30th, 2013. So far, there are 65 hour-long color episodes produced, and so far, it has won two Emmy Awards. IMDb gives the series a rating of 8.3 out of 10. It's all about two Soviet intelligence agents who pose as a married couple to spy on the American government. The show stars Carrie Russell as Elizabeth Jennings. She was born in 1976, still alive today, of course. And she's best known for this series and the previous series that she did, Felicity. Also in the cast was Matthew Reese as Philip Jennings. Born in 1974, he's a Welsh actor, also known for the TV series Brothers and Sisters. Noah Emmerich as Stan Beeman. He was born in 1965 and is also known for starring in the TV series Backwash, The Walking Dead, and White Collar. 
Holly Taylor as Paige Jennings, born in 1997. She's a Canadian actress. Kedrick Salati as Henry Jennings. And Margot Martindale as Claudia. Martindale won two Emmy Awards for her portrayal as Claudia in this series. The theme music for The Americans was composed by Nathan Barr. Barr was born February 9, 1973. He also wrote music for the TV series True Blood. And he wrote the theme music for Hemlock Grove. And he was nominated for an Emmy for this theme music. We'll now listen to the opening and closing theme music to The Americans, composed by Nathan Barr. Thank you for listening to Tube Tunes. This episode of Tube Tunes was written, edited, and narrated by Mark Little, that's me, and featured the following music provided by the Free Music Archive under the Creative Commons license. Jingle Time and Smiling Cars by David Sestay, Little Tomcat, instrumental version by Josh Woodward, and Maybe and So Far So Close by Jazar. Please be sure to tune in for the next episode of Tube Tunes, entitled Please Be Mine in which I explore the theme music of seven more TV series, each from a different decade from the 1950s to the present. But this time, the titles of the series begin with the letter B. It'll be a B-centric episode of Tube Tunes. Join me, won't you? Same bat time, same bat channel. I would first like to thank Zerbinator for his guidance and encouragement as I continue on this project. His podcasting expertise has been very valuable to me. I would urge all of my intrepid listeners to give any of his many podcasts a listen. They're a lot of fun. Just go to zerbinator.wordpress.com to find a list of his podcasts and to get started listening. Also, I can't forget to thank Zerbinator for composing the theme music that's heard at the beginning and end of Tube Tunes. It's a great theme. And you can find all of his other great music at zerbitron.bandcamp.com. Thanks, Burford. Finally, I would also like to give heartfelt thanks to my beautiful wife, Lizzie. She has put up with me and with this strange podcasting thing with the patience of a saint, and I could never fully repay her. But I will definitely try. Nudge, nudge, snap, snap, green, green, wink, wink, say no more.
TubeTunes is a proud member of the Throwback Network. You can listen to all of the great retro-themed podcasts on the network, including this one, by visiting throwbacknetwork.net. Episodes of TubeTunes are found on iTunes. Please take time to leave a review of TubeTunes on iTunes so that other listeners can easily find the podcast. You can also find TubeTunes on Stitcher and on Google Play, and you can listen to TubeTunes on your Roku device as well by going to the TuneIn app and typing TubeTunes in the search field. While you're at it, be sure to check out the TubeTunes website at tubetunes.net. All of the episodes can be found there, including show notes and a list of upcoming episodes. And you can visit the TubeTunes blog page at tubetunespodcast.blogspot.com. You can subscribe to TubeTunes on Facebook by visiting facebook.com slash tubetunes. And you can follow TubeTunes on Twitter at tubetunespod. Finally, you can send Mark an email and let him know what you think about any episode of TubeTunes. You can even make suggestions for future episode topics. Or you can simply say hi. Just write to him, mark at tubetunes.net. Thank you. Support for TubeTunes is provided by a grant from the Telesearch Group and by listeners like you. Thank you. This is station WABC-TV New York, Channel 7. Now speaking for the entire staff. On behalf of WNBC-TV, good night. TV in New York. Good morning. Good morning.